every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Yo, 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 you guys ready to start this little podcast here? Yep. I'm ready. It's not, it's not going to be like an interview. Yeah, I got it. Uh, it's not going to be like an interview, bro, but we, we do want to tell people about you. Okay. Uh, so don't feel no pressure. Sorry, I'm kind of close. I know, I'm feeling nervous. <laughs> hey, it's all good. So today on the morning dinner, we got uh, Jonathan Downey here. Yep. He is a uh, airbrusher slash artist slash entrepreneur. Uh, he owns his own business, Airbrush Las Vegas, inside the Circus Circus. And uh, do us a favor, bro. Give us a little bit of background about you. Like, what? who are you? Where did you come from? And how Let did you get know. to where you are right now? Let him know. Let him know. Let him know. So, uh, well, you know, I, I was born in Costa Rica, but uh, long story short, I guess I would say uh, in Indiana, I, I started off drawing, you know, painting and stuff like that. I got locked up a few times, so I would spend a lot of time, uh, you know, doing stuff for commissary. And mm. then uh, when I got out, I just, re- you know, feel like, realized that I could make money with it. And I started airbrushing. My mom got me a kit. And it was one of my hustles. I did a lot of other things besides drawing and, and painting. I had multiple jobs and, you know, doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. But uh, airbrushing was fun and it was a good hobby. Anyway. Wait, so airbrushing was what got you in trouble with, like, the police? Is it, no, or? no. I was, I was, you know, I was. You, were you tagging or something? Were you doing graffiti or anything? No, I, I was, was like, doing none of that. I was, selling, I was selling stuff I shouldn't be selling. I Ooh. was, you know, hanging around with different crowds. You know, I was in the Chicago area, so it was like... It was the influence. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't even know. So you're from Chicago? No, it's... Uh, from, yeah. I used to live like 30 minutes from there. It was a city called Holbrook, but we were next to Chicago, Hammond. So a lot of the cats from out there would come around to Holbrook and... We would mix, and that's where you get your bad company Damn, from. That's dope. But how'd you? So overall, everything is. How'd you get into art? I learned my hustling from them. That's where you got. You know, I got my airbrush. That's where you got your your, your business and mentality. And the business mentality from that though, because they, you know, they they were, you know, pushing stuff and. Yeah. That's where I kind of picked that that's up. Kinda, that's kind of that's kind of how Jay Z uh, kind of he kind of says the same thing. Where he says uh, that he's he became a great businessman because he 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 was like he was always like selling drugs so like he, that mentality helped him like kind of get into the music industry and know how to spot fake people how to spot rats like how to how to do business right yeah it's and, definitely a business like you don't think about it as that but it is you know you have to learn that you know how to multiply um, you know two point five into something higher to so you can get a profit out of it and make sure that you don't you know, mess with your product. So mm-hmm. I do, yeah, so I have that same mentality now in business. Like I make sure like, Hey, if you mess up a hat or a t-shirt, it's going to cost you money. Mm-hmm. Cause it's gonna, if not, it's going to cost me money. So, so you, you've come a long way then. That's the thing though. Like when do you start drawing? And so doing everything? drawing, I mean, I, I've had it since I was a kid. Like, so when I was, you know, elementary school, I was always doodling and stuff. And I remember my mom would, I drew this pair of shoe and she was like, oh my God, that's pretty good. So it kind of like made me feel good. 
that I got acknowledgement for something good. Mm. But it's funny because you say pretty good, but y'all don't understand. Like this cat's really dope. Like he's yeah. Like, yeah I saw him. I'm uh, like damn. Like, I saw you, you post understand. something on Facebook the other day. What was it? That it was like a Fortnite thing. Oh, yeah, the, the Zelda one too. Yeah, Link and stuff with th- the. Yeah, um, or was that somebody else? I who? think it was another Fortnite. The character with the green background and stuff like that. I think. Uh, now we gotta pull. Most, I mean, we I do I do a little bit of everything, but yeah, I think um you know I spent a lot of time. Uh, you know, training myself to be a, a good artist, and and I, my, my inspirations were high, like the people that inspired me, um, had high expectations. So I don't I don't try to look up to people that have low expectations. I'm like mm-hmm. I want to be like fucking Picasso. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's who I want to compete with. Mm-hmm. So I think my quality comes in from. From having high expectations, with that's one thing about artists. that's one thing about people who like who who seem to like excel is they they, they don't get easily hyped off of their own work. They don't mm-hmm. they don't go they don't look at something they didn't go oh that, yeah I that's think dope. my shit sucks that's great. like there you a go lot, a lot that's of times I, feel, I don't bro. I don't even post my stuff because yeah. I'm like it's not good see that's crazy because I have the same bro. thing but you're the thing is like that's you for sure yeah 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 I did that that was freehand too bro you see Link with Bulbasaur <laughs> like come on bro. That's, that's that's airbrushing clean. too. That's like yeah. it's and if y'all want to see that, we'll focus in on that. Like <laughs> Yeah. And it like I, I, I don't know. Like that's how I feel with a lot of the content I create. I'm like, oh no, nah, I'm not gonna post this because I know I guess it's always because you're comparing yourself to other people yeah. to an extent. And I know it's not a good thing, but I use it as a fire. You're like, comparing ooh, yourself I'm, to people who are who you think are, are are better than you, which mm-hmm. is never a good thing to do, but it does keep you humble. Yeah. It, it does yeah. it does make you kind of like step back and go. You, you know, it, it's good for you to co- compare and compete. You know, compete. even with yourself, even with siblings or brothers and stuff like that. That's what makes humanity. That that that's why we are where we are because Russia was competing with America about who can get the fucking space first, and now we can go to the moon. So same thing with artists and videographers. Yeah. So. It's a good drive, even though sometimes oh, you sure. feel. Oh, it's like it's like when, when when people have kids, right? Like their kids are like their motivation to do even better. Yeah, right? it's a fire that burns under you, and it's like, oh, okay, you might need that sometimes. Yeah. Some people don't need it, but I know I need it. You know? True. Yeah. Uh, speak speaking of uh of like just kind of like the arts the art scene out here in Vegas. When 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 was it that you moved out here to Vegas? Like what what oh, what, was, like, what was the deciding factor that made you move from? I like to share that actually. So um, all right. About six years ago, I got picked up by immigration in Arizona. No kidding. Yeah, they showed up at the door because I'm I was born in Costa Rica, and because of my criminal background, when I moved to Arizona, they decided to you know hey let's take his papers away. So they showed up. Um, oh, but you had papers though. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm a you know I'm legal. I yeah. have papers and stuff like that. But they wanted to take it away because you know they have this law. If you commit a crime and you're not a citizen, they they kind of want to take your papers away and stuff like that. You know. Is that's that crazy. still in effect right now? Yeah, like, it's, that can it's happen right worse. now. Yeah, like if I go tomorrow and punch somebody in the face and you know in public. Yeah, and, and I get charged. Like they'll be like you know. You're gonna have to go to court and you know appeal this and, and fight for your citizenship. Yeah, fight for your citizenship. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. crazy. Damn. So, and that's what Donald Trump is doing. But anyway, back to what happened. I, I was pretty much. It was like four in the morning. My brother comes upstairs and he's like, "Hey, bro, uh, ICE is here for you." He's like, "What? What should we do?" And no joke. They surrounded the whole house, and I told my brother, "I'm like, I know, I knew they're coming for me. They took my PO, told me about it." 
So I, there's no running from it. I got to, I got to go in. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I turned myself in and, um, you know, I spent three months in Eloy, Arizona, and pretty much uh, had to hire attorneys and everything to like fight my case and everything. So once I beat it, I got out and I, I, I lost all the money that I had saved up and I'm like, I need, I need to, I need to do something. Mm. And I, I went on Craigslist. I saw an ad uh, that they were looking for an airbrush artist in Vegas. So I, I called the dude up. The dude was like, yeah, we'll, we'll come out here. I'll, I'll help you with a part, man. I'll pay you such and such and, and all this great, you know. So I, I, I took the risk and I sold all my stuff. I packed my car up and freaking drove to Vegas. And That's I, wild. Wait, so you, you moved out to Vegas on a Craigslist ad yeah. for, from Arizona. For, from Arizona or to from Vegas, a, right? Yeah, I was living in Gilbert, Arizona at the time with my brother. So when they released you, you went back to your brother's house and everything? Yeah, I went back to my brother. I was cool, everything. Like, I pretty much cleared up and I, you know, went to That's my crazy, though. So you had to have attorneys and whatnot. Like, yeah. if you didn't have those, there's a chance I got, you wouldn't. Bec- if I wouldn't have had an attorney, I, would, I sat three months, actually two and a half, uh, two and a half. If I wouldn't have had an attorney, I would have sat for a six-month minimum. You know what I'm saying? Like, the attorneys knew the process, and they knew the paperwork that you needed and when you needed it for the courts. Because what delays it that long is that each court will be like, okay, we need this, 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 and this. So this attorney was preparing everything for those court dates. So it's, it speed up the whole process to where I was out in, two, you know, 2.5. That's dope. Yeah. Good. It was. It was. Uh. It wasn't a cheap attorney, but it, it mm-hmm. definitely yeah. helped out. Thank God, man. Yeah. Dang, so, but so when you got out to Vegas, what, what did that job? Did did it did it, did uh, it actually happen? Hell no. What? So, <laughs> yeah. So I get here and um, I remember pulling in to Eastern, like in Fremont. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is fucking ghetto out here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I thought I was moving up in the game, not going backwards. <laughs> Um, so I, I, how how long ago was this? What year was this? This was 2000 and maybe what, 11, 12, maybe. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And you know, so when I remember parking on, on Fremont and Eastern somewhere and then I called the guy up, man, I was blowing this guy's phone up like, yo, Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. He's not picking up. He's not answering nothing. Dang. Yeah. So I, I just like in my head, I'm like, well, maybe he's taking his shit or something. I don't know. He left his phone somewhere. Mm -hmm. Never responded. So um, he, I remember when I was talking to him, he had mentioned Enoch, and he mentioned his name, and he said he even mentioned like his Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. So I googled Enoch in Vegas, and you know I found his Facebook, and and because he said that he was working with him, so I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, so I hit Enoch up like, yo, um, I'm I'm the artist that was supposed to come out here. He's not answering. And, and, you know, Enoch showed up. He actually came through and, and he's like, you know, I'm gonna give you the scoop. This guy, you know, he's, you know, he's cracked out. He's, he's, he's not, (laughs) he's not good for his word. And he's probably going to take advantage of you and, and not pay you and stuff like that. Cause that's what he was doing to Enoch and Enoch quick work for him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, yeah, we we met. Uh, have you met Enoch yet? Chuck? No, I haven't met Enoch. I met but him. I've seen his. No, no, we did because yeah. we do the the, the skateboards. Yeah, 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 he's a beast, man. He's, he's dope. He's yeah. he's a beast. 
So um, Enoch pretty much gave me the scoop. He showed me where the spot was. And just to kind of jump forward a little bit, I, I ended up uh, going to the swap meet. Um, you know, I was like, you know what? Um, well, before that, let me rewind. I had to make a decision when I found all that out. You know, I was I was scared. I didn't know nobody. I didn't have a place to stay. I didn't have no money. I kind of was like, you know. Yeah, you kind of came here, like, came out here, like, on a nothing. whim, bro. That's crazy. That's insane. That's nobody does that, bro. Nobody does that. Fuck. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I think, you know, I it was it was a risk, but, uh, you know, it, it turned out good. Um, one thing I remember was that, like, I had 500 bucks, and... I had to figure out if I'm going to go back or if I'm going to stay. Because the 500 bucks I got from selling my bedroom set, that's mm. the last money I had. But anyways, I started looking for a place, and um, most of the places I found were like little dark rooms and shit. You mm. know, for 400 bucks out here in Vegas, you, you really can't get too much. So I found a place for 400 bucks that was at least, a de it was like a master bedroom, and it was clean. It was like white walls and everything. And because of that room... Um, I ended up saying, you know what, I'm putting 400 bucks in. I got 100 bucks to myself, and we'll just go from there. And that's where, like, I, you know, I went to the swap meet. I started from there. I, like, you know, 6 in the morning, uh, setting up, breaking down every weekend in the heat and in the cold. You know, so, so you had your own, like, equipment? You had, like, your own airbrushing equipment? Yeah, I, I brought my airbrushes and my compressor, like, I got photos I could share, like, on my little ghetto-ass setup when I first Man, started. that's crazy. So you just did a little portable table, and you were like, whatever amount yeah. for whatever it, graphic you want on the t-shirt? Because it's not too expensive to, to get a spot at Swap Me, right? No, I mean, you I, I, you can pay daily. Um, I don't remember what they're charging now, but I ended up getting, like, you know, paying for the month. Like, after the first weekend, I made, like, 600 bucks. And I was like, fuck, I'm really? Yeah, it was like I made 600 bucks and that was enough to like, you know, invest. Is that seven days a week or? No, just two days. <laughs> yeah. Bro, there's people who don't make that in two weeks. I know, right? Well, that's why I felt like, you know, but that was survival money. And, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? That was enough for me to keep me here, keep yeah. investing. And it wasn't the only thing I was doing. I, I met some dude at this uh, place when I was getting my oil uh, change and he... He was like, hey, I got some purses. And I'm like, let me see. And he has some like Michael Kors, like some brand name purses. I'm like, well, I'll you know, I'll give you two hundred bucks for all your purses. And I bought all his purses and I was flipping purses for a little bit. And then he's like, Yo, I got some TVs. And I'm like, Let me see what you got. So I you know, I bought one and he's like, You need more? I was like, You got more? It's like, Yeah. So I was flipping TVs at the same time too. Yeah. And projectors, all types of little gadgets and stuff like that, just to kind of survive. And, and so, so you were just flipping. You were you were hustling, just hustling, to bro. Yeah, Dang, I didn't know. even know that about you, bro. Yeah, just kind of hustling my, you know, just to maintain and and keep moving, you know, staying here. And it wasn't until like seven months or eight months into being here, I I came across. Uh, I remember this kid. His name is Cliff. He's like, yo, man, he wanted to learn an airbrush or something. He's like, let's go check out this this gig, this job. And um, so I went with him and the job was like, it was a flop. It was like, bro, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't in on this. But on the way back, I saw this location on this, on Las Vegas Boulevard on Harmon. Mm -hmm. And it said like airbrush shop and something, but there wasn't no artist there. And I, I went in like, yo man, 
what's up with this location? Yeah, or are you looking for a job at the, at the time or what? I wasn't. I just went with the dude because he said some. He was talking about getting a gig for like air, body painting, mm. and I'm like, cool. I'll go. We'll go check it out. But it opened up an opportunity to like, okay, to to see something. It, it exposed a location to me that I didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. And you know, I approached the owner and. You know, actually, it was the manager. His name was Alex. And I asked him, like, hey, what's up with this location? He's like, just, you know, call later. We'll talk to the owner, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, they, you know, they interviewed me and they took me in. And it was like 50-50. So I was right on Las Vegas Boulevard fucking painting T-shirts. And now, eight months in from starting yeah, eight months in, in Vegas from, with from, nothing? Yeah, from That's nothing. That's crazy. Really? Yeah, and I was making, like, a stack, like, Maybe fifteen hundred, two thousand a week, you know, from from then. That's dope. It, it, it was it was a great experience. Great experience. It was a great environment too, you know. It was like I was on a strip, like, you know, great view. Was it hella foot traffic and whatnot? Foot tra- yeah, a lot of girls, <laughs> <laughs> like crazy girls. <laughs> so, 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 so how how long was it from from that point until you? Because you own Airbrush Las Vegas at Circus Circus, right? Yeah. How long was it from that point that you actually moved up and you went ahead and you made made the decision and what what made you make that decision? Yeah, man. We want to hear the whole story. The whole story. Everything. So um, this, this guy, Chino, came through. And, you know, at that time, I was already exposed to social media and I was putting myself out there. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, the world is like, oh, who's this little guy? Um. So Chino uh, comes through and he's like, hey, why don't you come work with me? Uh, he opened up a spot in Circus Circus and he's like, I'll pay you salary. And so I was considering it. And in the end, when I ran the numbers, it was going to be a little bit more than what I was making there. So a little bit more than what you were making total. Yeah. Like Man. throughout the year, so was like even- my checks were going to drop. Cause I was making like a thousand, two thousand a week. Sometimes mm-hmm. I was just gonna get a consistent, you know, salary throughout the whole year, which would, in the end, would have been more money throughout mm-hmm. the year. So you know, I, I kind of was like fed up at the time with the owners too. I, I was having some issues with them, and 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 I remember one time uh, he came, Steve, one came in, and he's like, "Your girl gotta go," cause uh, Lolly. That's when I had first met Lolly. Um, was there and i just kind of took that personal mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what i think i'm done here i think i'm i'm gonna finish and he's like oh where are you going and i was like to the sky that's what I <laughs> yes yeah that's, that's what i told him and he's like well good luck yeah. they fucking doubted me like sometimes i like i saw him at the mall once and i was like yeah i got two stores i got a nice car i got this this and that just to kind of like yeah you know, put it in their face yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how you guys? Oh, well, they're doing good, but they thought I was. <laughs> I was like, Where are you guys at? No, they're they're pretty good. Anyway, um, so back to the story. Uh, Chino, pretty much, he he took me in, and um, a few months into the, uh, you know, when I was working with him, you know, he was coming from Reno and mm-hmm. going back and forth, and the expenses were too high for him. It was inconvenient. It wasn't working out for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since he took me from where I was at, um, he's like, hey, man, I, you know, I'm pretty much going to tap out. If you want to take over, you got to pay the rent and such and such. So, um, you know, I was like, how much is rent? It's like 4000 a month plus the percentage. 
and I had saved up five grand. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a funny number, actually. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I had five grand stacked up. And so I put 4,000. I was like, you know what? And I was talking to my girl about it. Remember? I was talking to my girl, but I was talking... I was talking to my girl about it, and she's like, that's a lot of money. I don't think you should do it. Yeah. I was like, well, I ain't got nothing to lose. Like, what am I going to do? I can't go back over there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going back to the swap meet. You ain't going to live off four grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- so, I, you know what? I, 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 I put my money in. I put four grand into the rent, and within that first month, I made like $16,000. So, I, you know <sighs> what I'm saying? Crazy. I freaking... Made my money back and some, and yeah. then I paid him off what I owed him, and so and you essentially took took the business from you bought it off of him essentially. Not no, I just took over because there okay. wasn't any agreement to where like we're like, hey, you're gonna pay me this, you're gonna do that or anything. Mm-hmm. It was more like, hey, he's 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 pulling out, and mm-hmm. if you want to continue, you just gotta pay the rent. But that's crazy. There was oh. no paperwork or anything like you had to sign. Like oh. no, no, that's crazy. That's kind of yeah, it was a blessing. I honestly, I think it was, it, you know. I, I believe in God, and I think that God put me in the right place and put the right people at the right time for me. You know, I think I've been trying to be a good kid, so he blessed me because I went from, you know, selling dope and street shit to trying to live a clean lifestyle, and I think it was a blessing in disguise, you know? It's something, man, because that's, that's, that's a lot that happened in that short amount of time. Yeah. That's a I lo- shit ton of stuff that happened right? in that short amount of time, you know? So how, how did it go? Like, how How... In your experience, has it like? Do you think your 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 past has has, has like basically like molded you and 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 trained you to, to be in the position that you're in right now? Because right now you manage other people, right? Like there's people that work under you. Fuck yeah, I think it has a lot to do with it. Because first off, um, you got to be tough. Like you 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 know, this it's a it's a hard you know it's hard to to manage people. It is hard to uh, deal with the stress, um, and I think that. You know, from failing so much, it was kind of like, you know what, you just got to just keep dealing with it. Like, you're going to be okay. It's It'll pass over. And even though you feel like it's impossible, eventually, once you figure it out, it becomes like... It becomes easy. Easy. Second it's like, nature yeah, type shit. Yeah, it's like a second nature. Like, yeah. I'm doing payroll. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even graduate from high school. I got six credits, and I got those in jail. Damn. Yeah, like, I, I don't have education. I don't have any of that. And the education, I know, I know how to read yeah. and I know how to do basic math. Um, but, you know, history and all that shit, I don't fucking care. Otherwise, you're, o- you're, you're either underpaying or overpaying everybody yeah. that works for you. Because I was going to say, at that point, like, you know, in the legal matters of everything, did you have to find, like, somebody who knew about that type of yeah. work? So that's the, the, the thing that um, I'm not educated, but somebody else is. You like, just find somebody that you is. You just got to pay them, maybe. Yeah, you just pay. Whatever. That's all it is. You make the money and you find the people to do the job. Like, I have an account, you know, I have accounting, I a have bookkeepers, yeah. I have, um, you know, what else is like Enoch CPAs helps me with graphics whatever. and stuff yeah. with stuff like that for like you social know. media and like your website and website everything. yeah Enoch's the guy for website if it was, I couldn't do all that if it wasn't for you know people out there giving those services you know but that's the exchange you you work hard and you pay them if you don't have the ability you can't do it all too if you that's do be, you fuck it's a real it. business owner if you're a real business like people think you have to do everything as a business owner that's actually wrong a yeah. business owner does nothing yeah. you know and I think that's where you've come from you literally come from the swap meet you know where you were doing every single thing from you know putting up the table doing the shirts and then breaking down and then now you're 
delegating everything. Yeah, but th- that that helped that helped you understand though the amount of the work that work. goes into it, right? Yeah, it was a hard. You work. don't take it for granted. Like you you know what goes into starting your own business, yeah. and you know what's gonna take to keep it. That's yeah. why they say a good boss is somebody who knows all the ins and outs of every single position in the company. Yeah, they yeah. can clean the toilets. They can. Yeah, yeah, do you whatever. know, and it, like I, I'll scrub the floors till this day. Like if if I go into work and I'm like, you know, I need you guys to scrub the floor. Like make sure this shit's clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and they'll be like, mm, kind of like, cause they're girls. Sometimes they're like, ugh. I'll get down on my knees and fucking show them this is how you fucking do it, you know? Yeah. It's got to get done. I think a little bit is also because you're personally, that that's your baby, right? Your business is your baby. Like, you, you're, you're, everything you do is for that business. Yeah. So you're, so you're, like, you put more uh, of, of an effort into it as opposed to somebody who you're going to pay. Yeah. Because an it's, rate. because it's mine, because it's something that I worked hard for and it, it costed me so much. Mm. I mean, it cost me my marriage. So it's, it's something that, you know, you, it becomes your wife, your, you know, it becomes a priority. So, and and you have to learn balance too, because sometimes it, you know, you can lose a lot of other things because of it, because you love it so much that you spend all your time on it and you got to balance life. You got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of your marriage or your relationship or your friends or, you know, acquaintances. I mean, how long have you owned the business now? Uh, I've been, I've been in business now for three years. Three years. Yeah, mm. like at that location. But I've been painting uh, for 16 years now. So when we met you, you you had just started like really owning that place? Because we met you like in, no, we met you in 2016, right? 2015. Probably. Quick, 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 quick little background. Quick little background for everybody who's watching. We met Jonathan. Uh, you was met, it through Craigslist? Right? Craigslist, yeah. Bro, it was through Craigslist. Was because it selling a tripod? It, it was a, a tripod, tripod which yeah. is one of the, one, one of the right tripods. Here, right yeah. there, right there. Over Bro, there. it's the camera that's recording you right now. <laughs> that's yeah, <gone>. crazy. <laughs> Sick, yeah. Yeah, so he, he was selling a Manfrotto tripod, and me and Chuck, we had just gotten our studio downtown. It was so nice, too. We're looking for, for more video equipment to, like, kind of, and we needed an, another tripod. Because uh, we always bought, like, the rinky-dinky tripods, yeah, man. Yeah, we But, were, like, we were, you need yeah. something that's going to last you a while, Booty. you know? And clearly it did. I mean, we're still oh, using yeah. it, bro. still here right now. Yeah. Nice. But, yeah, well, that's, that's crazy, bro. Met, Full yeah. circle, man. It's a crisis, man. <laughs> Meet your friends and other things, too. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm going to stop. <laughs> you know, they took that out from Craigslist now? Like, all the casual the encounters shit. and all that yeah. shit. <laughs> the weird shit. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about this project you got going on right now, man. The, the T-shirt you got right now says Airbrush to Success, the documentary. How did that come about? All right. Uh, so a few months ago, I don't, well, I don't know if you guys know, of course, I, was, I shoot video and for, I was doing photography. And, yeah. and I went and invested a lot of money into, um, into this gear and all this time. And, you know, as a businessman, I wanted to get a return. I'm like, fuck, I have all this uh, time and money invested in this and I want to get a return back. So I started doing business work, like, you know, commercials and, um, weddings and stuff like that. Um, you know, and then after time I realized this is not something I'm passionate about. And mm-hmm. you, for me, I need to be in it to yeah. continue yep. to do it. So, um, I had to take a break and and kind of narrow down like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to sell all my gear and quit and quit? Or am I going to continue filming and find something I'm interested about? So that's where the documentary um, kind of idea came up. 
because of Netflix too, because I watch a lot of documentaries on there. But yeah, so I started thinking, okay, hey, what um, what am I gonna film? And then I started thinking like I need to focus on what I love, which is airbrushing. So, you know, airbrushing can be kind of boring. So I'm like, okay, well, what can I film about airbrushing? Um, and because of the success and how much food is brought to me and a lot of other people, I want to share that and kind of inspire people. Mm-hmm. So that's where the airbrush to sex comes. Airbrush to success comes. Airbrush to sex. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Airbrush to sex. Airbrush, airbrush is to success. Is that how it happens? Yeah, no. So that's where like that concept came in where it's like, okay, let me let me go document some of the history. Let me go capture some success stories. Let me focus on, you know, great quality artists, too. And so I've been traveling, like, the last few months. Like, I've been to Cali a few times to interview some of the artists, um, Gerald Mandis, Art Alvarez. And how do you know about these artists? So in social media, we kind of all have, you know, groups and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Or or they've been in magazines. They've created videos. Um, They're pretty well known. And in, in, in just in general for artists. Um, but you just straight up reached out to them. And you're like, yo, I'm doing this documentary. I'd love to interview you for it. Yeah. I, um, so I reached out to Gerald. Most of these people know who I am as well. It's not like it's like some random dude. Like they've heard about me. Mm. So it was easier for me to come in and say, hey, man, I, I'm working on this project. They've seen my work. And I'm like, I want to I want to I want to do this. So. They they were like hell yeah come down so they let they let me stay at their house and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Art Alvarez he's a senior graphic uh, illustrator and you know he welcomed me in him and him and his wife Laura let me stay and show me all his That's artwork. Dope as fuck. And th- th- this is the guy that was making artwork for Disney like Pocahontas the uh, the VHS al- like That's album crazy. cover and stuff like that. This was what. Where these guys so that's uh, the one thing in that realm and that world are like artists super like if you weren't good at art they probably wouldn't care about you like how how he know about you well um i think you know my exposure comes in because of my success and my i guess my talent too you know such you know being young and and out there grinding it out doing things different i have i don't have a normal airbrush t-shirt shop my my shop is pretty modern i have digital monitors so i'm taking things to the next level mm-hmm. most airbrush shops are you know they paint um they have a display with palons it's 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 kind of the old same school co- old fuck. school you know yeah. yeah and and so i i i flipped that a little bit and took it to another level so and, you're doing something to help benefit the industry of airbrushing yeah that's how people know about just you. Plus, a progressive been, mindset type plus he's been doing it for 16 years yeah. so he, he didn't he didn't just come to vegas and start. i mean you're still young man yeah. Yeah, that's the thing too yeah, yeah. i'm 31 that's young so as fuck, the, man. just to clarify you're doing this documentary while you're still running your business, right? Yeah, so right now I'm kind of pausing on the documentary because, uh, you know, it's booming season for us. So, like, we're I'm focusing on, you know, making Time capital. management, bro, yeah. time management. And you still got you, the two spots? No, I, I, I sold one of the other oh, ones, okay. yeah. Got and it. I pretty much bought a house afterwards. Oh, nice. Congratulations, yeah, man. thanks. Oh, yeah, he invited us. coming, right? He invited us to his housewarming. Nobody told me this. I, 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 told, I, told, I told him when he got here, he's like, you guys are coming to the housewarming, right? I'm like, well, yeah. I forgot to tell Chuck about it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like for another two weeks, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, on the 14th. Just come through. I got, you know, friends, family coming through. Uh, okay. We're going to have drinks. 14th. You know, yeah, Saturday. 
I don't know if I'll be in Tahoe. No, we'll uh, you better not be in Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be popping. Dope, man. So tell me, tell us about this airbrush like documentary. You uh, you're, you're doing this by yourself, right? Like you're filming it and you're editing it by yourself, or right now it's uh, me, I'm filming it and uh, eventually. Uh, I want to hire somebody to help me edit it. I'm pretty much doing the traveling and, and kind of interviewing the artists, getting the footage. And that's, I, I think what I'm doing is more of like the pregame, getting the content. Mm -hmm. And then I, I want to be able to sell this. Like eventually, I wanted to make this like a nonprofit. That's, mm -hmm. That was my initial goal. But as a businessman, that's not a good idea. I need to, you know, I, I'm a businessman. I got to make some profit. It's going to take time. It's costing me money. So I'm like, I'm going to pursue it as a business and I am going to, you know, create something that I can sell, you know, if I can sell it to Netflix or I can sell it to, um, some you know, video on demand. Yeah. Prime something, you know, you I, could, you could, cause I, I don't know about, cause Netflix has requirements. Don't, don't they like you need to shoot like for on filming? A, nah, you could shoot with, uh, as long as it's like 4k, but really they said I saw, they like, have a list of cameras that they, but I, I was watching some of the videos, uh, like some of the documentaries and that shit looked like shit. Something Maybe it was the documentaries. Maybe they have like a standard for each specific category oh, that you shoot. Oh, for like in, cinematic you know? movies yeah. and shit. Because like, yeah. I know for, they like HDR specific cameras only. Yeah, yeah for, for documentaries like, it's raw. So yeah. you yeah, because if you shoot in Iraq, you couldn't be like I'm carrying around my red. Yeah, I get yeah, it. I get it. So that makes sense. That makes so, sense. You know, I think uh, you know eventually, and I might even hire you if you're available to like edit. I you know I'm I'm. Keen? Yeah, Kim's sick, bro. Kim's amazing. He's sick. He's got skills. Yeah, man. We uh, yeah, just let me know. But uh, Kim's as dope as his shirt. The story's not about me though. Oh yeah, yeah sorry. Huh? <laughs> you don't like? I don't like pineapples. You don't like pineapples, bro. <laughs> I bought it specifically for the pineapples, cause like, here's my thing, bro. I like, I love that tropical look, like that kind of like not what he's got on right now, but a lot of the shirts that he wears, that Chuck wears, they're really dope. Only problem is you can't find them in three X, bro. Yeah. They don't. They don't got enough material Saber's to make them in three X. Amazon so Prime many. or none of that has them. Like, Just go yeah. to Savers, bro. If yeah. you go to X Extra Large, there's so many. Your shirt looks like you bought it from Miami or some shit. I don't know. My girl bought it for me. So, oh. so how, how do you say how do you say Miami? Is it Miami or is it Miami? Miami. 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 <laughs> if you say like Miami, you have to Miami. fucking unbutton this one and just have like <laughs> yeah, the hair coming yeah, out that's and shit. True. You gotta get the chain and let it let some hair stick out. Cigar. Bro, when I last year you were you were traveling a lot. Like you went to Miami like twice, yeah, didn't a few you? Times. Um You still flying your drone? Uh recently no man. Ever since I bought this house, it's like taken up most of my time. Mm. Why is it taking up most of your time? Just like uh, remodeling it? Yeah, or? remodeling. Oh, okay. I, you know, I didn't buy like a brand new house. I bought a house that needs some work. That's a fixer upper? Not really. It's actually nice, but yeah. it's, I want it to my standards. Are like, you talking about like what what year? Like 2000? I don't even know what year is the house. Or like 1990? It's probably like a 1980 or 1990 or something like that. Oh, okay. It's That's a sad. nice crib. Like it's only I got to just do some some minor adjustments like change the floors and and they're not even minor. Actually, kind of big, like changing the floors and do the roof. <laughs> yeah, like it's fucking expensive. Yeah, that's like fucking oh, yeah. twenty grand right I'm there. I'm just demolishing the house and rebuilding yeah. it. So, hey, so go ahead and give everybody your address right now. Nah, <laughs> housewarming. Yeah, we want to see everybody. You everybody's yeah, you watching. Through? It's all wow. good. We only have like ten viewers. <laughs> it's all right. But it was funny. I'll was, I was share like a little hood story. There was when I was when I was you know selling stuff. I shouldn't be selling. Um, <laughs> 
this dude owed me 50 bucks and he didn't know me he's from chicago he's just yeah. black this black dude and he come you know he's like oh i ain't gonna pay him bro he ended up in the hospital for not paying me that 50 bucks he underestimated me because of my appearance Damn. and i don't think he knew about me i was pretty aggressive and violent at the time so yeah. You know, Jonathan allegedly did nothing though. He yeah, just, no, he just he got did. hurt randomly. Dude, this is a made-up story, guys. He yeah. just appeared in yeah. the hospital. Hey, it's yeah. in the nobody. Yeah, I think, bye. She, <laughs> I think she could be broke up though, but yeah, so, nothing so, happened. It was so, just would you say that like? Well, no, he lived. He, he just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lived. Like he's just paralyzed. Yeah, life, no, bro. he just he just got some like you know he just got a yeah. little hurt. It was nothing serious. Yeah. yeah, he just broke a few bones. Yeah, I respect the man. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Anyways. So, so so would you say like who like are you kind of similar to how you were before or have you like chilled out a lot? Uh, has your perspective changed? Oh, let me just ask this. Has your perspective changed now that you have a little baby boy? Yeah, I I, I have to think about um what I do. I, I'm still the same person. I just yeah. have to be smart, either yeah. be good or be good at it. Yeah. Um I think that you know for me there's a lot more at risk. So I really have to be careful what I say and what I do. But you have chilled out a lot more than you used to be, um, you think? Like, yeah, nah, I'm about as crazy like, as I was. I'm just being good. I still feel like I'm the same person. Like you'll still... I, I still... Yeah, because there's recent incidents that I came across. But I think as a man now and being mature and trying to be a good person, I just have to like tone it down. But if, you know, if it, it, there's a limit to how much you can get pushed. If somebody, oh, for sure, bro. You you'll know, see red after touches, a certain point. My son or something like that You'll mm. see that oh, I'll say 20, 2000, 2013 Jonathan Yeah you'll see that I mean that's Papa Bear shit though yeah. You're you're defending your Yeah your it, Or you touch my My money too You know that's probably One of the things That's that another I, thing though it's survival These <laughs> yeah. are all survival things Like yo But I don't want to get Into the hood topics and, Oh yeah, yeah for sure um, But I think You know like I said I'm, I feel like I've, I've come a long way I think I'm definitely A better person And, and I think for me I've been blessed so much now that I, I want to give back to, to, you know, help people get it, you know, get to my level or better, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my employees, I advise them, like, bro, just, you know, watch your money, do this, do that, just so See, they can come dope. up, you know. So you're, you've been more than a boss to them, more like a like a leader, like a influence, like, kind of like yeah. a father type almost, like a, yeah, I, maybe uh, not to that far of an extent, but to you you kind of guide them a little bit right yeah i think you know from where like i said from where i came from i don't want them because some of these guys man they got you know rough stories too like they they'll come from france from like navajo or or from page arizona Mm -hmm. and they're struggling you know what i'm saying but they got a talent and they're not wise in certain things maybe business or or certain things and I'll share my stories and I advise them. And I tell them, like, this is what you should do. I think you should do this, what I did. And if an opportunity comes that's greater for them, I encourage them. Like, one, like Nate, Nate Tissosi was my best artist. And he came to me and he's like, you know, hey, I, I got this offer. And they're going to pay such and such. And it's going to be in Hollywood. And I'm like... Bro, Go fucking it. do it. Like, mm-hmm. don't let me hold you back. Like, yeah. I'm, I, I wish I could, and you know, keep you on here forever. But you you're don't want to hold anybody that. back. Yeah. So I mean, I'll manage. I just work more and find another artist. But if an opportunity for him came up, like, that's so much respect, it. man. Because there's so many people not like that. Yeah. But I guess it's because you grew up with that and you've been through that. I don't know because I, I guess there's some business owners who do go through a lot and then they just become. A dick, you know what I mean? And they wouldn't let that happen. I think, 
like growing up, nobody ever taught me the like. N- I never had somebody teach me these things. Like it was just part of like the hood mentality. But my brother was my inspiration. He always helped me. Like when I was getting in trouble, when I was going through all these hard times, he showed me love. He reached out to me. That's he sick. was when I you know got locked up. He'd bond me out. He would encourage, advise me, and he was a good role model. He was you know a good dude and. And eventually, that's what kind of implemented on me because he tried to help me out. So now I do the same for other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and, and I was going to say, because in the time I've known you, 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 you've told me, like, you, you brought people out to Vegas, right? Like, yeah. there's artists who, who uh, you helped them financially just to, so they could stay out here Even and pursue their dreams. Even though they did some dirty dream. stuff, but... Yeah, I've got them. played a few times, but that doesn't change, nah. like, the fact that I, you know... That's good karma your way, no matter which yeah. way you look I've, at. I've yeah. flown out a few artists uh, to come work with me, and, and, you know, I've taken care of them. Some of them take advantage of it, which is kind of backfires on them. I'm still here. They're still struggling, unfortunately. But I think that those were bad decisions on them. Well, if, if you if you have a, a a personality where all you do is take advantage of people, bro, it's not sustainable. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not something that's gonna that's gonna help you succeed or help you get get further along in life. But if you have that mentality of I'm gonna help people and that's what you're worried about, good things come to you. I feel. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. And maybe that's why you're where you're at. You know what I mean? Because you're just following those steps. You yeah. never want to do anybody dirty anymore. Because like. I don't know. Like, just to be able to keep going, you know, after somebody did something dirty to you, but knowing that you're still able to help people, that's dope as fuck. Yeah, appreciate it. So, yeah. so what would you say is, uh, is the hardest part about owning your own business now? Um, Hardest part is kind of, I think it's more like the paperwork side of it. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole taxes and, and all mm. that. That's probably the hardest. Like, going into work, I love what I do, so that's not an issue. Dealing with uh, people has kind of become normal now. Yeah. I think the hardest thing for me is, like, doing the paperwork and, you know, staying on top of it. Like, organization is critical in, in, in business, and you need that support or you need to hire somebody. I used to have my ex-wife uh, help me with that. She mm-hmm. no longer does it, so I have to find ways to, like, stay organized um or hire somebody but that's just like receipts and buying products and whatnot yeah paperwork mails receipts just keeping things in organized like my office desk is fucking a disaster do you have an assistant can you get us i have an assistant right now yeah but she's she's only getting paid to handle like my emails which i might never mind i'll keep that yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i just want to get that google assistant bro i was wondering how assistants work like you know like yeah i just how deep can they go yeah, well, I I had a few. Uh, usually, I would have them handle like emails, uh, do payroll, scheduling, um, my invoices. They pretty much did it all. But I I learned that when they were doing that, I was kind of detaching a lot from the business, mm-hmm. and I wasn't aware of what's going on, like the numbers and stuff like that. So I have to like for me, I I feel like I have to have a part in it just so no I matter can under, what yeah yeah it, they say like oh i want to create a business that i don't do shit you could do that but you're not really in control you're kind of like it's not really your business yeah. anymore people are going to be slipping shit around yeah for there's sure. there's new systems that come into play so i i think that if you know you got to know your numbers you got to be involved you got to be in it you can't 
I hear friends and people talk about, I, I, want, I, I want a business where I don't do shit. I'm like, dude, that means you don't want to work hard. Yeah, and That's if you don't right. want to work hard, you ain't gonna have no yeah. business. <laughs> like, don't, don't, yeah, like you always gotta fucking do something. Like, there, like even if you create an ongoing business that's digital and it, you have like, you still have, you to, still be have to be involved. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. unless you hire somebody and they're gonna charge you a nice arm and a leg, like you have to be involved no matter what. So if you're gonna be a business owner, forget about the whole thing where you ain't gonna work. Like, you gotta fucking work. That's mm-hmm. my opinion, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I mean. Uh, you own a business and you've kind of run through it. I guess also, too, like you just said, if you're going to spend money on somebody who's going to actually take care of everything, you might not get a lot of profit from it, but you can probably step away from it. But he literally did, has to I be you. I did that for a year. Like, I, I pretty much had everybody running the business for me, and that's why I was traveling a lot. Mm. But was there shit going on? Um, I've never caught anybody, like, you know, taking anything, but I'm pretty sure it probably happened. I never like stressed it or dwelt on it. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't kinda, see an influx in. Yeah, I was like, I'm everything. still profitable. I'm still making money. If there, yo, where where are we down ten thousand yeah. dollars a month? <laughs> yeah, if I saw something like that, I'd probably be like, yo. Yeah. No, I I think it was more of like processes and like cleanliness and organization Management. at the oh, shop. It was it. more like that. Mm-hmm. Numbers wise, we were pretty consistent. That's kind of dope, though. I mean, because I. Yeah, I just know a shit ton of, like, you know, those billionaires who own thousands yeah. of businesses. I know. I don't know how they do it. But, but they probably have so much money, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. They can delegate it out instantly, you know? Yeah. Let me ask you another question uh, real quick. Where do you see yourself in, like, the next five, ten years? Like, do you see, do you still see yourself running your business? Like, is that your goal? Is that your dream? Is that what makes you happy is just having your business? Or, like, w- w- what is your goal at the end of the day? You know, are you trying to not have to work anymore to where you can feel comfortable? You don't have to be there anymore or. Yeah. No, I, I'm always going to work. I think that, you know, what I do is something I love. Uh, so I'll always be painting. I'll always be involved with that. Yeah. Where I see myself like five, ten years from now. Um, Bitcoin. <laughs> right. <laughs> Crypto. We'll see I mean, how- <laughs> I still have mine. I mean, if it does take off, that'd be sick. But it, eventually, I'll use the capital for investment for something else. Like, I'll be. That's the I, mind I, of I an entrepreneur, right I, there, bro. I can't stay still. Like a lot of people will, will, will like. Let's just say, like Bitcoin hit a million dollars, like in five years, right? A lot of people will take that money and like live off of it. Yeah. But you're like, I'm gonna take that and invest it into more business, more cash flow. You know, you know what I mean? Like more things that'll bring in revenue. Yeah. As opposed to just like, oh, yeah. Because at, at a certain point, Bitcoin. You know, I don't want to say because I don't know, but it it will have a stalemate again, and it'll be just flatlining for a while. So it's good to invest into something that's gonna give you, especially something you love. Well, well, a stream of revenue. We'll actually talk more about Bitcoin uh, on the next episode. After this one, because we, we, we have T. Ferris coming through. Uh, yeah, he's the crypto the crypto god in Vegas. I want to learn so. more from him. Yeah. He probably has knowledge on knowledge. Uh, so, so, so you see yourself kind of like doing, doing um, more? I think the document, so in the next, like I said, five years from now, my uh, goal would be at least to have this documentary finished and have it out there, um, you know, published into something. And hopefully i can make you know some some money out of it but if not i finish the project and ultimately your goal your goal with this like documentary is is like it's a passion project for you right yeah like you're you're not dependent on the money which is which is also one of the reasons like it's fully funded by you right like you're paying for everything right now i am yeah like, so, you, there's no major investors like you're doing this out of passion yeah and i think that's what i respect most about it yeah all the flights and you know you know, I created this T-shirt with uh, Enoch to kind of help, 
you know, with some of the fundings, but it's not mm -hmm. really a lot. It helps with like some change. So that's but. the thing. It's called, what's the documentary called? Exactly? Airbrush to Success. Okay. And the thing is, is it just airbrushers or is it artists in general? So I want to capture, uh, actually it's going to be artists in general. Uh, most cool. of it is, I'm going to have, right now I got a lot of t-shirt artists, mm -hmm. but I'm going to, uh, some of those are illustration artists, but I will be interviewing like, uh, you know, body painters, automotive painters, uh, you know, successful businessmen. Some of these guys that, for example, Hen I don't know if you guys know who Henry Asensio is. Um, he's a really, really talented artist right now that sells paintings for like, you know, 50 grand at Caesars mm -hmm. Palace. Dope. Oil painter. This guy was painting T-shirts before he did that. His T-shirt <laughs> painting paid for his school. You know what I'm saying? So airbrushing is a hustle. It's like a, you know, this is where you grinded. So that's, he was my, one of my inspirations because I looked at him like, bro, I want to be like you. You're, you're like successful. You have your galleries, you're selling paintings, you're respected. You're good. He's a good looking guy too. I'm like, I want to be like you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and so that was my strive. And, and the documentary, that's why it goes from airbrush to success because I was at the swap meet painting t-shirts and now I'm, you know, traveling the world doing interviews. I got, you know, my nice cars, my nice toys. I live pretty comfortable. I'm not rich, but I'm comfortable and I feel blessed. You've but come, it was because you've of done a lot for yourself. Yeah. yeah Air, airbrushing has done a lot for you. So yeah. I, I feel like this is your way of doing something for airbrushing, right? Yeah. What's your airbrush tattoo, bro? I was going to get it right here. It was going to say Airbrush Las Vegas, but I kind of flaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the pain. No, I'm do, do no, you have I just, I just right haven't now? made the time, and I, I've been cheap about it. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to pay 500 bucks for a tattoo. Wait, do, do yourself, you bro. Any, You're good enough. I just go to jail right and get it done for some free commissary. <laughs> I feel like this is the third time I've asked this question. <laughs> do you have any tattoos right now? Yeah, I got uh, this one right here, which is uh, says health, wisdom, and success. Mm. Um, in the Bible, it talks about like, put your remind, I don't know. There's a f way they put it in the Bible. Where it talks about like wrap it around your neck. So when I look in the mirror, it's like, I try to remind myself, you know, focus on your health, you know, take in wisdom and then come success, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. more like a reminder. And then I have G what's that? That's gangster. Is that an airbrush right there? <laughs> uh, this no, that's just the. Oh uh, no, man! I was this is when I thought I was a dog, you know. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this was a mistake. He's trying to yeah. wipe it away right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> people ask me what is, and I'm like, no, don't even ask. It was, it was when I was young, and I was like, yo, thug life, you know. But, just no. change it into an airbrushes. It should, right? Like, you can, you can remake you can do it. Something, bro. Yeah. You know what? One of these days, I'll, I'll take the time to go to tattoo shop. Hey, real, have you ever tried tattooing? Yeah, I actually did it for like. Weak was it hard, difficult? I didn't like it. Really? Why? Because yeah, I had to be all close to people, like <laughs> with, with blood, dealing with the blood and 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 all that. There's blood in it, bro. Yeah, you, you can tell I have bro. no tattoos. Yeah. Like I don't have. I'm clean, bro. <laughs> Me too. Bro. Would you ever put a bumper sticker on a Lamborghini? I put a ten <laughs> tattoo on you. I like it. Yeah. I like but your confidence. I heard, I heard that somewhere, and I, I heard that somewhere, and I, I use it every single time now. <laughs> You know what? Another thing too, I, I didn't go. A lot of artists are going into tattooing because they say it's pretty profitable and it's it's big right now. But I think that tattooing brings a certain crowd, so mm. that's one of the reasons I stayed away from it. 
You're, we you, all know that. You're, 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 and I feel like airbrushing is more family, huh? Yeah, I do shirts for kids, like, you know? Like, I don't yeah, even kids. do in love and memory shirts anymore. Like, when I first started airbrushing, yeah. I, it was in Gary, in Indi- Gary, Indiana. Like, it was a murder capital for a while. That's where Michael Jackson was born. That's where you made your money from. Yeah, I was doing uh, <laughs> memorial shirts, bro. Every Again, day. Every day. hour. Yeah. You said memorial shirts. Yeah, memorial shirts. Yo, fuck, bro. <laughs> let's see, like, patches died. Like, we got we to gotta get uh, said, memorial shirts. You said R.I.P. patches? R- yeah, R.I.P. T-shirts. Is that what I said? No, I'm saying, like... T-shirts. T-shirts, oh, okay. bro. I thought, I thought you said you said airbrush like R.I.P. patches, and that's what like the, <laughs> <laughs> like you were calling a certain memory. Like <laughs> no, no, no. We did the memorial shows like R.I.P. and love and memory of you that's know sad. little you know, John. I don't want to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I I go pretty sad trying to yeah. do that for a living. <laughs> that's that was where the most of my capital came in back. Like I said, I was doing memo- now. I barely do memoirs. Just to let y'all know who airbrushing hustle is, go to a area that has a high crime rate. <laughs> yeah, that is fucked. Sorry. Yeah, no, it, it, it's 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 definitely uh yeah. If, if you live in the hood, that's where your dem- that's your demographic. My demographic now is tourists and kids because I'm inside Circus Circus Casino. Mm. I'm partners with MGM, literally. That's what they title me, but they don't even give me free meals. Circus Circus <laughs> is owned by MGM. Yeah. Wait, somebody so you, you can't somebody even... said, nah, it wasn't. And I got so salty. I was like, no, it is. It's MGM I Resorts. sent my checks to MGM. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. Wait, so you can't even get into the EDR? No. Bro, no, a... no lie, that EDR is fucking trash. Because yeah. I used to work at Cashman. What, which circus? The wedding, bro, it's disgusting. Yeah. Well, if it's free, anything's good, though. Like I ate the know. potato chips. That's <laughs> it, bro. I was like in the cereal. But like the I, chicken I, was cold. We, we both used to work for Cashman. And I think like the best EDR is either Cosm- the Aria, Aria or the Win. Yeah. MGM was really good. MGM, no, MGM, uh, I was there on a daily basis. Bro, it was so good. I can imagine. MGM that. helped me lose a lot of weight when I was when I was there, really? bro, because I knew exactly what I was going to have for lunch every day. <laughs> that it's chicken. like that little, that little chicken they salad, that, bro. Like They had the cut brisket or whatever yeah. sometimes. Like, they bring down the meat. Yeah, and they, but Cashman isn't isn't even part of, like, Yeah, it, not anymore. I don't think you could do it anymore. Like, you have to have a card. Yeah, because they, like, I guess they used to let vendors come in, but now they don't. Nah, they're, they're like, super strong. On the EDR, I don't sweat it though. I'm like, it is expensive to eat inside the casinos, but I kind of just you can buy stuff at Smith's before you go to work. How long do you think it'll take you to finish like Airbrush to Success? And what are you hoping it does for the community? Uh, I think that you know, I projected two years, uh, it may be a little longer because of the you know, stuff I have on my plate right now, it might be you know, two to five years, maybe. what I hope it does is, it, you know, opens the eyes to general public and artists to who we are and what we do and the sacrifices and also inspire people to like, yo, I can make a living. You know, I could buy my house with this. I can provide for my family. It's not just like, you know, swap me shit. Like you could actually, you know, make a very, very successful living from it. So mm-hmm. I want to let people know because sometimes they'll be like, Oh, you painting T-shirts? I'm like, I'm probably driving a better car than you are, you know. So <laughs> yeah, don't little judge do they know. <laughs> and not, it's not just me. I don't want to sound like cocky and arrogant. There's a lot of successful business owners out there that airbrush, and they're doing great. They're more, they're they're very humble and low key. I'm a little flashy and like nice cars and 
the nice trips, but nice camera gear. Nice camera gears. God yeah. damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Makes me jealous all the time, man. No, it's all good. You'll get there. <laughs> well, no, do, do you have a website? You for got it, it already. <laughs> One, two, three. That's uh, all Keem's cameras. That's the only cameras we have out here, bro. <laughs> we still have like two or three other ones. Right. I know. You guys got it. You guys are good. The whole house is a studio. Well, that's our hustle, bro. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't have more, you know, airbrushing equipment than you. So I think you guys are definitely talented you know for what you're doing and your quality of every you guys have high expectations so you guys are like the gucci version and video of like what i do no oh, damn does that make damn. sense that means a made, lot made it sound really good yeah, yeah. Yeah. I surround you, myself with you know talented people. That's one think. thing I always preach, bro. Is you, is you always gotta surround yourself with people who are either one better than you at what you do, or you can learn from. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you're if you're surrounding yourself with, it's all good. It's all good to have friends. You know, maybe your friends don't have aspirations or whatever, but like you have to know who you want to take characteristics from, who you want to learn from. Like, what qualities do you want to gain from from uh, from certain people that will help you get to that next level? Because you always yeah. don't want to keep <clears throat> stooping. Because like, there's that level. There's that balance where you're in the middle, and there's some people who are higher, and then some people are in the same field. But when somebody's lower, and you have to keep going down to pick them yeah. back up, yeah, it becomes yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you liability. have a do you have a website for Airbrush to Success? Yeah, right now it's uh, Airbrush to Success dot com. Okay. And if you want to check out my artwork in my shop, it's AirbrushLasVegas dot com. I also have Instagram too. You can check it out. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll post all your information down in the description, and people can check you out. Mm -hmm. But uh, I appreciate you coming through, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. Super yeah. inspirational. I'm I'm motivated. We gotta go get something to eat sometime. Get some sushi or something. Chinatown's sick, bro. Chinatown. I live I live close to Chinatown now, so because oh I'm damn, you're right Desert here, Inn in Decatur. Oh, that's right. So I've been going there often, but I don't like sushi. So we'll you go. don't like sushi, bro? No, we will go to a Mexican joint. That's I'm another. That. That's another podcast for another time, guys. We'll go right now, nigga. What you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of sushi, but I I, I did uh, start liking it a little bit thanks to Keem. Yeah. And my girl, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. There's just go. specific things, though. It's not everything. You like everything, don't you? Uh, I can, I could deal. I have a high tolerance. Like the first time I had sushi, it was at like the all you can eat buffets, bro, and I hated it. Like it put a nasty taste in my mouth, and maybe some of it was like had gone bad or something. Like it was raw smell, like yeah, that that too. That's but but nasty. but then and so like for that reason, I never ate sushi. It, it wasn't until like I was like maybe twenty. One twenty-two years old. My best friend. We're we're just driving around town. And we're gonna we're deciding between Buffalo Wild Wings and sushi, and she goes, "Well, if we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, you got to pay for yourself. But if we go to sushi, I'll pay for both of us." And I'm like, "All right, let's go to sushi. Let's try. It. Let's see what That's you're talking deal. about." Right. So then she, but she already he, she already knew the spots to go to, right? Yeah. So then we went there. Went to the the uh, I think it's called Yama Sushi. It was still like one little building at the time. It wasn't expanded like, like the way they have it now. But it was a small hole in the wall. And uh, fell in love with it, bro. Yeah, I, I ain't stopped. Yeah, have you tried the Mexican sushi? Yeah, we, yeah. we went. To, I went to Mexico and the had sushi over there. They got Mexican sushi now, like it's, it was like carne asada on rice. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It, they got Is like it? Mexican. Me, they got Mexicans making sushi, bro. Oh my bad. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they got said, jalapeno on a stick. <laughs> hey, no, but it's good. <laughs> I've been, they got one on the Bad east side job. on like Lamb and Charleston. I forget what it's called, but it's, it's decent. I've tried it. I, it's all right. Well, we're running out of time. Uh, we got T. <laughs> he said, "Fuck you, bro." <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off. You ain't got to go home, but no, we're good. I'm out. I got a date. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Cool. That was good. All right, guys. Thank, thank you guys bro. for tuning in. 
And we'll see you guys on the next morning. <laughs> what? I love the way you got up and then you started hunching over the camera. <laughs> Sorry. I was about to say something. But... We'll see you guys on the next morning dinner. Later, y'all. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.